Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dynamite Review and Rampage Ramp Up. It's been a while. I'm glad to be back, and hopefully we're going to keep this a weekly thing going. My name's Carly B. I'm here with Connor tonight. You can find me on Twitter. My handle's at CarlyB88. Uh, Connor, where are you? You're at? guy. 18, possibly. Yeah, there's numbers. Follow us on Twitter at the All Lead Zone One Podcast, and uh, we stream on Twitch too. I always forget. And yeah. give us that like and subscribe. Uh, last night's Dynamite took place in Rochester, New York, um, home of Brody Lee. It was a big moment. There was a nice, nice, great moment um, from the Dark Order that happened in the show. I was uh, that was really fun. That was a really fun moment um, with Negative One and solidified kind of uh, the Dark Order's place in AEW. I thought that was really great. What'd you think about that, Connor? Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I just see the Dark Order falling apart now. Uh, yeah. Cole, uh, Cole is no longer with the Dark Order. He's uh, he's going to oh, still yeah. with AEW, but he's going to be mainly with ROH, but he's still with AEW. Uh, as everyone knows, Alan Angels and Stu Grayson's no longer with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like Alex Reynolds or John Silver might be on their way out next. I hope not, but I just uh, I just feel I don't I don't know have good feelings about that since now two members of well three members have left. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they AEW does something with them in the future or soon. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good moment of solidarity and hopefully solidified you know the Dark Order's place and they said that they're there to stay. So. Hopefully that, that um, you know, we'll see more. We'll see more, uh, more active storylines in the future. Um, first big match of the night. And I was glad they opened with this match. I was really excited. It was Wardlow, Scorpio Sky uh, for the TNT Championship. It was a short match. Um, and I thought, it was a, I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a good match. It was a street fight. It was not very street fighty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but had some great spots, you know, Wardlow, it, it always surprises me in his just agility and just, um, his athleticism for such a big guy, you know, like it's just always so great watching him wrestle. Um, and of course the winner of that match was Wardlow with the confetti. I thought it was such a great culmination of a year's worth of storyline, seeing him, finally get the gold um you know what a moment what a moment for him it was just i literally was just oh my god <laughs> mark it out hard what'd you think what'd you think uh, i'm really 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 glad that he's finally holding a title in aw uh i'm glad he's team, team champion. I, I think he's gonna have i think he has a chance of, have, of having the longest reign of all time i uh, hope so I don't think he's going to lose it anytime soon, but I was afraid something was going to happen because they're in New York and MJF is not in Rochester, but it's not too far from Long Island, but I think MJF's pretty much done, but uh, I'm glad Wardlow won it. Uh, You could see the emotion after he won it, uh, how long it took him to get there. Like when he first came to AEW, he was freshly new, freshly trained by Cody Rhodes. Then all come from Georgia all the way to being a champion, face of TNT. 
I know, I know. I had a lot of skepticism going into that match. I thought there was a lot of room for um, Wardlow to not win between, you know, America Top Team just all being there. You know, it's so much room for interference with it being a street fight. With and also, you know, as you mentioned, with uh, the proximity, you know, there's a possibility for MJF to show up, which I think everybody kind of hoped for, but we also kind of knew that he wasn't just with all of the, you know, uh, ribble rabble. Um, and what's going on with all of that on the outside. Um, I think we kind of knew MJF wasn't going to show, but a part of me kind of hoped that he would. In any case, um, you know, it was a good, clean win. I think Wardlow had all the practice in the world of taking on multiple opponents after he took down all of the plaintiffs (laughs) and multiple security guards throughout this last, you know, six months to a year. It was a great moment. It was well-deserved. you know, I think I, I saw something online where he's going to go back to the, the, the other belt, the not um, the can custom. purple one. <laughs> yeah, the custom one. Yeah, yeah, which I'm great. I'm glad. I'm glad for because I thought that purple-ish one was kind of ugly. That, that fitted uh, Scorpio Sky. That isn't. Like, I know how um, Miro had the green and white mm-hmm. belt. They're just belts for them, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish Corpus uh, Scott's ring would have been a little bit better. He had two title defenses against Frankie and Dante, but he was—he's also still, I guess. I guess he got cleared to wrestle, but he—he he was injured, so that might be why it wasn't. Didn't feel like a street fight. Yeah. But, because Scorpio Sky, like he low woed Wardlow, and I was like, "What?" And like Bryce Rimsberg just looked at it, but I forgot it was a street fight. I know, I know. I uh, Bryce Rumsberg is so good. Um, yeah, I have such yeah. affinity for him since since we interviewed him. Um, I pay attention to him so much now. <laughs> but his facial expressions, and he kind of looked at him like, "What are you doing?" And then he gave this little shrug, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, street fight." Um, I gave that match a solid eight out of ten. I thought it was great. Um, it wasn't very street fighty. It wasn't very long. But I think the match as a whole and the end, the confetti, the the fanfare for Wardlow, how much he deserved it, uh, it just it gave the fans what we wanted. I loved it. Eight out of ten for me. Yeah, same. Eight out of ten. Uh, I want Ethan Page to get the next shot, but I want him to win it, so I don't really want him to lose. So it's interesting to think who might go after it next because they're. The roster's so deep. There's so many great wrestlers, but it feels like there's so many people in so many factions, and they're all kind of tied up in things right now. You know, we have the All Atlantic Championship, and you know, there's the tag titles, and there's just so many moving parts right now that it'll be interesting to see who comes out of the woodwork to challenge for it next. So, it's it's just AEW is so great that you never really know what's going to come next. So, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be interesting. Just anyone except Sammy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, just because <laughs> he, posted, he posted on Twitter that now he can challenge for it. No, 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 God, do something just else, just go crash into more tables, please. Just find something else to do with your time, yeah. Sammy. God, help us. Uh, second match of the night was Butcher and the Blade, uh, versus Swerve and Our Glory. Um, I'm trying to think what happened with that match. It was. It started off pretty uh, botchy a little bit, but I think I think it, it, it looked a little off his off his game. 
if yeah, I recall he, uh, correctly. He looked he a did, little... He was doing a few moves, and then Blade, um, he got there in time, but Swerve didn't really... Uh, he, did, he, he didn't really get there in time. Like, mm-hmm. Blade was there, and then he wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit botchy in the beginning, but I thought it... It got better towards the end. It did, and then they definitely got into their groove. Um, I love, I love uh, Swerve and Keith Lee together. The Butcher and the Blade are just a solid, solid ass tag team. I thought like, they should have won. I, you know, I really did too. I get kind of sick of seeing the same teams lose all the time because yeah. some of these teams are so good that it's like, man. Give them a win, man, because Butcher and the Blade are good. They're a good tag team. They're fun to watch. They are just, like, so heavy hitting, um, you know. So especially that last, like, uh, those last few go-rounds at the end where it was – I just I was like, man, they really had it. But um, Swerve and Our Glory did take home the win, and we had a nice heated – Heated interaction at the end where um, our friends, my my man Ricky Starks, I love Ricky, <laughs> came out with Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, and man, Ricky Starks was fired up. He was fired up. Um, and then the Young Bucks came out. And we have a triple threat match coming up on the next Dynamite for the tag team titles, which I think will be an excellent match. Um yeah, yeah, that's going to be pretty pretty amazing. It's basically the same match at Double or Nothing except Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah, they're not in it. Aren't in it. <laughs> and yet, all the teams below FTR get a shot except FTR. And you heard but, the crowd's reaction to it. They yes. were definitely chanting for FTR. <laughs> but uh, I think Dax Howard's injured, so they're probably trying to save him for next ring of honor pay-per-view hopefully all out uh, ftr versus young bucks three well and you know that ftr like has to win the tag team titles like they're hot they're they over to. they're great they it they have to wrap it up with all of their titles like having the tag team titles is just like their last stop on being you know but like collecting, all the, collecting the belts <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're going to do better than Kenny Omega did. I know people's going to disagree with me with that, but I think they're going to be a better belt collector than Kenny Omega was. Uh, they just they deserve think, it. <laughs> yeah, like they're the hottest tag team in wrestling right now. Uh, but a lot of people, I thought I was thinking about who, what, what are two teams I could have put in there besides those two teams. A lot of tag teams are injured, like Jeff Hardy's out, mm. Darius Martin's out. Got the Lucha Bros, but they're in another feud. Yep. Uh, and Helico is still there. Jack Evans is no longer with the company. Dark Water, but there's just a lot of injuries right now. Mm. But, uh, but like that match will be a good match. I already know it will be. It will. It will. It'll be. I mean, any Young Bucks match is a good match, you know? So it'll be good. I fully expect Young Bucks to retain the titles at that yeah. time. Um, but yeah, overall, I don't even know what I meant rated that match. I think I gave it a seven out of ten. It was good. It was a good match. Yeah, I give it. Yeah, pretty much seven out of ten. It started off botchy, but it it got it it got better. 
towards the end. It did the job for the tag team match of the night. <laughs> um, third match of the night was Penta versus Roosh. Um, I thought it was okay. Who won that match? It was Roosh after he stole Penta's mask uh, for the win. It feels like the only way to, for the for the Lucha Bros to lose is for someone to take Steal their, their mask. mask. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only way they can beat them. It's, it's the only way that makes it believable. Lucha yeah. Brothers are so good. <laughs> like they can't beat them one on one. They have to take off the mask. Like same as yeah. the Unbox. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I thought it was. I, I I thought it was a good match. Uh, Rouge. I don't really know much about him, but nor do I. All I know is that he was a, with he was in Ring of Honor and he's teaming up with Andrade now. So. Yep. <laughs> I liked the assistants. Their little battle, battle on the side. I love Alex Abrahantes. I think he's highly entertaining. Um, yeah. Any match that Penta's in looks good. Penta makes his opponents look good. Um, you know, I thought it moved a little slow for a Penta match. Um, you know, I, I I thought it was all right. It was pretty good. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, nothing really to write home about. I mean, as far as like. I think no, Rush's performance, you know, Penta always performs so highly that, like, you know, when you get somebody on his level, like if it's, you know, Penta versus Malachi Black or something like that, it's like these high level matches. And it, it was good. It was good. Penta made him look good. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, fourth match of the night was Acclaimed and the Gun Club versus Bear Country and some other people. I know Fuego was in it. Fuego. I don't know who the other guy was. I'm sorry. Leave it in the comments, <laughs> please. Um, I literally have no rap and sad face next to it, but Anthony Bones like, is back and happy face. <laughs> like all those, all those fans were expecting. Like once they heard his music. Like they were already expecting it, then he comes and grabs the microphone. I told my husband if I had paid to go to a show and I got there and the acclaim showed up and I didn't get a rap, I would have been oh. pissed. <laughs> pissed. I would have been so mad. Once you hear their music, you know you're fixing to get a good rap. I would have been so mad. <laughs> I don't know what that match even was. It was it was okay, I guess. It was a, ran- it was a random match, really. To throw it was together. random. I think I was just up. so thrown off by the fact that there was no rap, that there was no, there was, there was no introduction. It just like was all off to me. There wasn't only, the normal. It was just, it was wrong. <laughs> the only good thing is it progressed the story with. It did. Everyone thought Billy Gunn was on the claim side, but apparently he's with his sons yeah i mean so <laughs> there so the story progresses in the very silly acclaimed and gun club storyline we'll see where it goes we'll probably get a match and hopefully a wrap next week and all will be right in the world yeah next time it's gonna be on the gun club <laughs> so i don't know what i give that match probably a just four out of ten because i got no rap at the beginning but I did get to see Anthony Bowens. He's back and wrestling again after his knee injury. So that is good. He faked being in that wheelchair for a few weeks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably milked that for all it's worth. All but, right. 
Yeah, I'm glad he's back too. I am too. I love the acclaimed. I I'm ready to see the acclaimed start winning. I it's another one of those teams where it's like every time I see Max Caster, every time he's in a casino battle royale, he's in any type of match, I'm like, oh, they're gonna lose. I'm like, Max Caster never wins. I, I never. think they're gonna be tag champions next year. I hope so. I love the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. <laughs> Yeah. They're fun. Oh gosh, and they're getting better. They're good wrestlers. I love Anthony Bowens. I like, I like, uh, I just, I like the whole thing. I, I just, I think they're so fun and just don't take themselves too seriously, and that's important. Oh goodness, and God bless the Gun Club, whatever it is that they do. And damn, Billy Gunn still just jacked after all these years yeah. it's wild um fifth match of the night was nyla rose and marina shafir versus thunderstorm which thunderstorm is a badass name as soon as i heard it last week me and my husband looked at each other and just went thunderstorm like that's i think they're i think them too thunderstorm is going to establish the aw women's tag titles I, i'm like just like what like that's exactly why we need a women's tag team division that's like like them two, are, them two are going to help establish it. And then they came out with their jackets, and yeah. they just looked so badass. And I was like, "This is awesome! It just yeah. so cool." Um, I thought the match. I thought the match was good. Yeah, Which... it was a. Uh, I'm glad it was a tag team match, so Marina Shaver couldn't mess up too much in the match. Uh, of course, she's going to mess up with every match she's in. So, so uh, you know, I always preface these reviews either at the beginning or the end by saying that, you know, we here at the All Elite Zone podcast, um, you know, these reviews we do, and we do them in the spirit of saying that they're reviews. We're not professional wrestlers. You know, we respect the fact that you know, these wrestlers go out, they put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. So everything we say is in good fun. You know, like I'm not yeah. a professional wrestler. I could never go out there and do that shit. And I, I try not to be too critical in, in reviews because of that whole entertainment factor, you know, like nobody gets like a two out of 10, you know, and I try not to be too overly, you know, nitpicky about, you know, any individual wrestler, but <sighs> I have a really hard time with watching Marina Shafir and the fact that she has gotten so many dynamite matches. It's like really been, it, it's been, I feel like she she's been on dynamite. Like the last three weeks, the last three weeks. Yeah. And what she does in the ring to me, when I watch, I, I don't watch MMA, not very often. I watch some, but like I watch professional wrestling. And what she does out there, to me, does not look like professional wrestling. It looks yep. like she picks people up and throws them around, and they don't land like you do in professional wrestling. She, when uh, she gets hit, it doesn't look like she's selling the mm -hmm. moves. It doesn't look like she doesn't look like she's a professional wrestler. It doesn't look safe to me uh -huh. a lot of the time, and it doesn't look like the flow of a professional wrestling match. I don't know if you uh, heard this, but. When Thunder Rosa defended her title against Marina Shavir, and she was uh, sandbagging her, like, like there was a like she she did that like to, no selling uh, her. She did that to someone else in AEW too uh, a while back, but 
Marina Shavir's punches and moves and stuff wasn't believable to sell. So I always say if you're if it's not believable, don't sell it. Like it's it's gonna make you look stupider than the person mm. who's messing up. And she I didn't think sell Linda it. Rosa did come out and say that she didn't do that. You know, that she, she always has respect for her opponents and blah blah blah. And then like once she started giving her I hate to say shitty punches, she started hitting real punches at her. And she's and she's done she's she's done that in the past before. Uh yeah, I think uh, Thunder Rosa really takes it serious in the ring, like trying to make it the, the match the best it can be. Yeah, uh, and that's what they need in AEW. That's why I like Thunder Rosa. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was it was a good I, match. I have a very hard time with Marina Shafir, and I don't understand why she is being put and highlighted so much on Dynamite when there, when we have Athena, when we have Chris Statlander, when we have. Um, Who's with no. Jay Cargill? What's her name? Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan. You know, when there's Riho, you know, I what keeps coming to mind is like Riho and um, I know Eden talks about this, like Joshi wrestling, like Riho and Sakuzaki, who had that great match not too far back. I don't know even where Jamie Hayter is. Like there is uh, um, Anna Jay. Like there are so many great female wrestlers who deserve and like this is TV like I'm on dynamite and I'm watching Marina Shafir clunk around chucking women across the ring who aren't like she tried to do this pump handle. It could have been a pump handle suplex, but Tony Storm landed like half on her shoulder and, and it wasn't even a it, suplex. Yeah, it, like it, it was right start of the match. I think I know what you're talking about where like Marina didn't move and then it it looked like it pretty hurt. It it could have hurt them uh, Tony Storm and then Tony Storm tried to do a, uh, it was one move, and then, like, Marina, like, didn't even, I don't, I'm, I'm not good about telling you what the moves are called, but go back to the match if, like, I'm not good about calling, like, each each move, like, like what they're called, but just just go watch the match at the mm -hmm. end, start the match, and you know what I'm talking about, but. there's There was one part where. <laughs> Thunder Rosa was going off the ropes when Nyla was in the ring and Marina Shafir was on the side and Marina tried to grab Thunder Rosa's legs and like completely missed her to like trip her, you know, from the outside and completely missed her. And I was just like, what are you doing, man? Like, I, I think this? they teamed her up with Nyla Rose for a reason because Nyla is a very good wrestler and, and hopefully yeah. to learn something, she'll learn something. But like, that's why they have a show that's dark. Yeah, like, but that's why there's dark. That's why there's, you know, I, I don't understand why we're like, going to have to watch her learn like on is, Dynamite. Like this is TV, like Water Media, the big one of the biggest networks out there. And not just people on TNT's watching or TBS, like people on TSN. But this is all around the world. You should be putting your best women on the roster on the TV. Yeah. I'm not saying Rena couldn't be good, but I'm just saying she isn't right now and no. that's like you know or where Paige Van Zant go like Paige Van Zant yeah she had that one match. showed up like she trained for like a couple weeks and looked better in her first match than Marina Shafir has in in the months we've seen her you know yeah. Paige Van Zant didn't look great her first match but she showed up like you remember her first match um yeah it was against Ty Conti and that like mixed yeah and Sam, yeah I know yeah it was uh Ethan Page wasn't it and yeah 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 I can't remember, but yeah, I know what the match you're talking about. Like, she did very good. 
Yeah, I mean, she looked green as all get out, but she looked like she could keep up with the flow of a professional wrestling match, how they're supposed to, like, flow. I don't know. Like, uh, in right. any case, you know, enough of the Marina Shafir haterade. Um, I could not get over <laughs> Nyla Rose with the with the fucking umbrella. You should yeah. grab the umbrella and whap. Like I think Nyla Rose is it. impeccable comedic timing and everything that she does. I, I love Nyla. Um, I think she's a great wrestler. I thought there were some really great moments in the match. Uh, I think Thunderstorm is, is a great beginning to um, a women's tag team division and, and should be inaugural tag team champions if that's where they're going to go with yeah. it. Not sure where they're going with the women's title right now. Um, it's all it's all really kind of up in the air, but I'm glad that they're getting Thunder Rosa out there. I'm glad that Tony Storm is getting lots of lots of time right now i'd love to see more of jamie hater um i'm not sure where Bert baker's been uh but oh well, we also saw a new baddie too that was uh that was pretty cool yeah. where where's red velvet right now does she get injured or something yeah she's injured uh ah. yeah so overall <laughs> i literally every i wrote everyone except marina Shafir gets eight out of ten when <laughs> the winner was thunderstorm yep I um, the match was I give a seven out of ten, but if you want my opinion on Marina Shavir's, I'm just not gonna say anything. Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I think she needs to train more. I think she can be good. I think she's got a lot of good skills that can be developed. Um, you know, I just think the blame isn't with her. I think the blame is with the booking. And you yeah. know, I hate to like voice all these opinions on the internet about like it's attacking marina shafir i think she needs more training and i don't think it's her fault yeah this person's putting the matches together it's whoever's putting the matches together and forcing her to go be out on the biggest show and uh yeah. when she hasn't had the training and that's not fair to her or to the fans so i in any case <clears throat> oh i didn't include in here um in my notes though was Christian Cage, his whole yeah. He's getting that MJL MJF level. He, he's trying to get that MJF away, but it's not gonna work because he's not MJF. But I thought it was very good. He's getting very personal. That's what MJF will do, but he's really gonna make this feud very intense when Jungle Boy is able to come back. Dude, some of the things he's saying, man. Yeah, it, he went. He, he's, he's speaking real life stuff. And... When he said to Matt Hardy about mm. disregarding Jeff's problems to go for one last run in AEW, mm. I was just like, what? That was like a little too close to home, bro. Like talking about Jungle Boy's dad being dead. Like you can't talk about Luke Perry like that. He is a national treasure. He doesn't care. Like if it was like, MJF said, did you do it. they talk like I'm? I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, I'm like think. I'm naive. Like I will sit here and think like they don't talk about this backstage, and he's just like hitting them with it for the first time. Like, do they talk about this beforehand? Like I'm real um, emotional. Do you think they I, talk about it? Now, when I was refereeing, a lot of the stuff that they said, they talked about, said like, is is it just okay if I say this? If not, I won't say it. But uh. I hate to expose wrestling like that, but uh, yeah, a lot of. The I time, need to know for my own mental well-being. But someone like MJF, 
he doesn't care. He's going to say whatever he wants to say. But most of the time, if they're true professionals, they're going to ask, hey, is, is this okay if I say this? Is it okay if I say that? Or Matt, or Matt Hardy would have, had been, could have been the one saying to Christian to say that. So oh, geez. you never know what it could have been. But You never know, though. Sometimes like people I, just say things. Like I hope. So wild. I hope they talked about that. God, me too. That was wild, though. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Christian Cage could be MJF bad. No, I no. like, I like the Luchasaurus. I like Dark Luchasaurus. I think uh, Jungle. He's playing Christian Cage when Jungle Boy comes back. Where is Jungle Boy? Is he injured? Is he? Yeah, he'll be out for a pretty long time. What did I he injure? Oh, he separated his shoulder. Oof. He'll be out the rest of this year, I think. Yeah, it'll take a little bit of time. But I like the Dark Luchasaurus. I like, I like, uh, I like Christian Cage's. Um, Villain turtleneck, it's very yeah. villainous. He's he's got the very villain look down. I do feel like he's a little bit of a knockoff MJF. I don't think anybody can. He's trying quite... to be that. That's what he's trying to do. But you, you got to be yourself. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't think he's quite as. I don't think anybody could really pull off. But if people watched him back in TNA when he was a heel, he was kind of like this level heel, but. People just forget about that. So there's different levels of heels, though. Like I yeah. don't. There's nobody can quite be like MJF, but I think Christian's doing a pretty good job right now. Yeah, he's doing very good of getting people to boo him. He's he 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 hasn't done much just to say a few things. And... <laughs> yeah, he's definitely said some stuff. He's like, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, last match of the night was John Moxley versus Brody King for the AEW World Championship. What do you think, Connor? Uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, l- last night we were saying if Brody King won, I would flip out if he would have won that. Uh, but I thought it was a good match. I think Brody King did very good. Uh, I'm glad they're giving him more exposure on TV since Buddy Matthews is he's injured but wrestling well injured. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they gave him that spot. Uh, of course, Moxley was going to win. I didn't think he was going to lose. But I thought, I thought it was a very good match. I give it a 9 out of 10. That was good. I thought it was good. I thought um, I thought it was interesting to see them together. Bird yeah. King's just so big. He is I bet big. he's bigger in person. Oh, John Moxley's not a small dude. No. You know? He's not a little guy. So seeing them fight, you know, Bernie does that great cannonball into the corner, you know, yeah, and that it's was, just like brutal. Yeah. You know, I'm glad Moxley didn't split his head open this time. I think he's done that yeah. enough in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's I part think. of the reason, probably why he didn't bleed up blood and guts. Um, you know, I think the AEW doctors probably had enough of stitching his head up. He's probably had enough staples. Yeah. I think his poor wife's probably had enough of seeing him bleed all over the place on TV. Um, I thought the ending was good. I thought it was probably the only feasible way that Mox was going to take him out. Um, yeah. And fitting, since that's how Brody King took out Darby, which, yeah, you know, backtracking would, to how he won that Rampage Rumble I, was I would have, so cool. I think a lot of people would have flipped out if Brody King would have won that. That like that whole crowd would have been shot. Like, yeah, I wish yeah. they would have done that actually because that would have been mind blowing. But John Mox really their only big name right now that can use it's like Jericho. But uh, 
But it, I would have flipped out if Brody King would have won that. I don't think John Moxley will lose it. I think he'll he's lose gonna, it I, I think he will hang on to it until Punk comes back. Like I don't think he's yeah. it's gonna change hands until the end. No, I I think Punk's gonna win it, whoever it is. Uh because if he loses, it's gonna be the worst AW title reign in history with only one title defense and loses it. So I know. Uh, yeah, I thought overall it was good dynamite. It was uh not one of those generational dynamites that we've no. had, but it was overall a very, very good one. It was um definitely not a bad one. It was it wasn't blood and guts, which that one I think blood and guts got what? Uh a million? Yeah, I got a million views. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the ratings come back for this one. Uh, hopefully, it bodes well. The ratings are nine seventy nine thousand. It's not bad. <laughs> I got taken. I know they can get a million a week because because they've done it before. They got seven weeks in a row, million. I know they can do it. They're just missing people. Yeah, uh, I think well, when Danielson still a good number. when Danielson comes back, um, if he comes back, well, should I set it up for the rumors? Oh well. Get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Hold your horses. Oh, we've gone a little long tonight. Oh my god. I think it's because yeah. we had it's been a while. Um, yeah. what do we got coming up for Rampage? Uh well, I don't want to spoil it. I haven't seen the spoilers, but it's uh Jonathan Gresham and Lee Moriarty versus the Gates of Agony. Uh Brian Cage's new group. Uh I'm not gonna try to pronounce their names, but their tag team name is the Gates of Agony. Uh Eddie Kingston versus what is the Japanese guy that's an AEW? Kanuski Takeshita. Yeah, that was yeah. the one I was really excited about. I mean, I'd love Takeshita. I think yeah. he's phenomenal. I'm not really too excited about this next match. Serena, Serena D versus Mercedes Martinez in action. It's going to be two jobbers probably. Uh, but this match, Tony Nese versus Orange Cassidy, should be pretty good. Uh, it's never a bad Orange Cassidy match. These two never face each other. And I kind of hope Tony Nese wins, but I think Orange Cassidy is going to win. Agreed. Uh, no, should we go on to the rumors now? Or all right, let's go to the rumor mill. Ryan Danielson. All right. What do, What do you have? Well, there was a. Uh, as people know, he got he has a concussion, uh, but he has a history of concussions from WWE. He has he's had multiple concussions in his life, and uh, considering his history with concussions, uh, they're saying he won't. He may not be clear till next year. Damn. Or that, and if he's not cleared by next year, then that could be the end of his run. Jeez. Unfortunately, but uh, he feels a hundred percent. But you know, I would hate for him to go back out there and end up in a wheelchair. Uh, so hopefully, it's not the end for Brian Danielson. But if it is, he's put on one hell of a run. Maybe. He really has. Yeah, the next rumor is Sasha Banks removed from eternal roster, WWE roster. Uh, that's a rumor. I don't know if that's true or not, but like same as Brian Danielson, it could be. It's basically a rumor, but I believe that's fact because he has had a history of concussions. But yeah. Uh, but what about Sasha Banks? Uh, so, well, Sasha and Naomi has been removed from the WWE eternal roster. Like not on their website, but I guess their backstage roster or. I don't know. Oh, I thought they'd it been rumored that Sasha had been released like a while ago. Yeah, they said that, but they said she when when she was released, it wasn't when they reported it. 
Hmm. I don't know if she's released or not. Um, if she is released, she's got 90 days and she can't do anything. So, How badass would it be if she came to AEW? Or if, if WWE wanted, they could have her write out a contract till 2026. Ugh. But they could do that. But I heard that she's got her lawyers on it. So I think she'll be out of there. Yeah, I think so too. Should be interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is it for our Dynamite review and our Rampage ramp up. We will be back next week. Well, we'll be back with next week with the review tomorrow night. We'll be here with the uh, Rampage live reaction. Yeah. Come back and join us. Like and subscribe. Do that thing. Yeah. And thank you for watching.